When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Beat it, weirdos. I don't do Halloween. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live at My Talk 1071 and live streaming all over the planet at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Jason Matheson. Alexis has the day off. Please show the love to Dawn McLean. Oh, good morning, Jason. Good morning. And good morning and good, to Mike, producing morning, today. Yes, that's right. I got. I have something to say to Mike. I have something to say to Mike. And good morning to all of you. No, it's good. On this Thursday, October 13th, 2022, welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to your life. Welcome to, well, you woke up alive. Congratulations. Welcome to English Language Day. Welcome to Good Samaritan Day. Welcome to International Day for Disaster Reduction. Welcome to International Day of Failure. Welcome to International Suit Up Day. Welcome to National M&M Day. Welcome to National No Bra Day. Welcome to Train Your Brain Day. Welcome to National Yorkshire Pudding Day. Welcome to Silly Savings Day. Welcome to the birthday of the U.S. Navy. Welcome to, and I'm not making this up, Treat Yourself Day. (laughs) Welcome to World Sight Day. And welcome to your very first sip of delicious coffee. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. Coffee, 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 coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. Dawn is is off uh, off the horse. She is now only drinking. Oh yeah. One hundred percent decaffeinated beverages. That's how right. The, how the hell is it? Um, it is mm. great. You know, uh-huh. I kind of right before you said. Here's Don McLean. I thought, oh, I have to talk like a few seconds yeah. before. So I don't know if I'm exactly awake yet, but okay. it's, you know, it's a good substitute. It's yeah. fine. Okay. <laughs> well, like, uh, I think you sound great to me. Oh, you sound good. fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Well, perfect. Yeah. Jason? Mike? Uh, it's oh, good. I, I, oh, sorry. Yeah, Mike. It's hot. It's fresh. It's uh, needed on a, a very, very cold morning like today. So mm-hmm. how about yours? Yeah. Mm, yeah, it is needed for you. That's what I have to talk to you about. Uh, mine is scrumptious. Mine is made uh, from my good friend Angela, who throws pylons at Starbucks. Oh Cheers, everybody. God. Cheers. Mm. I wish I had a video of that. It made me that day. <laughs> what the the quick version of it is? Corporate Starbucks. Uh, Angela works uh, various shifts, but she works a lot of mornings. And you know when you go up to those, when you, whether it's Burger King or whatever fast food or, or Caribou, they all have menu boards. Now they're usually electronic, but then the, like the drive-through, those double-sided, they're like movie poster illuminated boxes, 
and they have menu uh, menu cards, not really cards, but they're posters, but they're double-sided, so the light can shine through them and illuminate. Now, now again, now they're all computerized now. Now they're all LED screens. But anyway, so during promotional time periods, uh, these corporations send their stores special inserts to you know slide in or put in on these drive-through light boxes. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. And Angela, like pumpkin spice latte is here. Exactly. So poor Angela got a box of crap that she needed to put out. Yeah. <laughs> got a box of crap that she needed to put out. Yeah. And it was a lot, girl. I because it was I think it was a holiday promotion because no. what added to it was it was cold outside. And then corporate Starbucks gave her these crappy velcro sticky things that were supposed to <laughs> oh. that were supposed to keep the menu boards on. Well, they yeah. weren't sticking. And she kept trying, and I'm watching all of this go down. I'm watching her walk outside with her 14 coats. The wind is blowing, and she's trying to put, she's trying to put these menu boards up. And I'm dying because she looked like, remember in the opening credits of Carol Burnett when she dressed up like the maintenance woman? You know, she had she the, the character has a name, but anyway, she she looked like a frumpy. Because she had like 40 coats on, you know. So she's getting, and it's just not sticking. And God, she's trying six ways to Sunday. And all of a sudden, she just gets sick of it. And she just throws them on the ground. She just she gets frustrated. And she just throws them on the ground. And then she realizes that the pylons that, that uh, block the drive-through drive were still up. Because then someone gently beeped at her, oh. you know, to have them remove them before she went back in. So then she realized they were they were nice about it. They were a regular like I am. I see their car all the time. So they weren't being obnoxious, but they were just like, hey, while you're out here. So then she realized no one else had moved them. Girl, she was like an Amazon woman. She took she took those pylons and threw them like across the parking lot, like just out of pure frustration and free and cold and threw them like Wonder Woman throws, you know, a boomerang and it went all the way into the next parking lot. And I laughed so hard because I love her so much. And it was just a double frustration morning. Oh, I'll never forget that as long as I live. Do you ever say anything to her about it? I call her pile. I tell her, I said, I talk about you a lot in the first block of our show. She goes, the T I go, no, the radio show. I go, I talk, I go and I call you pylon Angela. I said, because that was one of the best mornings ever is watching. Cause we can all relate to that. Right. I mean, yeah. it's not, maybe it's not hanging up a sign at work, but whatever you're wrapping a present and the tape, something isn't working and you just try and try and try <laughs> And gosh darn it, it just doesn't work. And then you just want to throw it, you know? And, and she, she did. did. Yeah, F and it. she did. Um, now on to Mike. So, Mike, uh, I I really hope that B. Arthur is taking you out for a filet mignon dinner. Or if you're a vegetarian, <laughs> maybe some veggie lasagna or something. Because my my husband, who listens to my talk all day long, not so much anymore since he switched his jobs, but he he called me. We were planning our little, we went to go see Halloween last night. So we had kind of a date night 
he called me and he goes, hey, I go, hi. And uh, he goes, I'm listening to Lauren Julia. And he goes, Mike is there. And I said, what? He goes, Mike is there. The guy worked like a double, like a split shift. And I thought, what the hell is like the hostess factory? Like Mike's working a split, <laughs> you know, like Red Lobster. Like, you know, Don yeah. being a server, he worked. Uh, anyway, so I just want to say, and I'm sure B, because she's very appreciative. I just want to say on behalf of all of us, you, you are a hard worker and thank you for working these ridiculous hours. Uh, just a lot of gratitude for you. That's what I wanted to say this morning. So, thank you very much. Yes. I appreciate that. I, it's I, fun. All the hosts make it a lot of fun, and uh, it's uh, it's been great. And I'm glad that uh, you know producers and people can feel like they can take some time off now because because uh, I'm uh, happy to step in and, and fill in where I can. So well, that's awesome. You're doing a great job, thank you and. So much. and if anyone knows about long hours, it's Dawn. Uh, so Dawn knows those days. Yeah, and been, yeah. yeah, this people have been abused just, you know, throughout time here since I've been here, you know? Yeah. Producers. It's just like, yeah, Grant. I mean, anybody we bring in, basically, it's like, hey, screw your life. This <laughs> yeah. is your life now, being a producer. If we find good ones, you know, so it's, it's I, ridiculous. I just I wanted to say thank you. Yeah, I just think it's really much. nice and and it's one of I felt the essence that sounded weird. I felt the essence of you. I I knew <laughs> when we met you, I just thought and Grant said it too. He's like this dude is a hard worker and you know, uh Lex and Don and I always talk about uh you know, sometimes we'll get interns especially more in TV. Uh oh, I just I want to be on air right now. It's like no, you got to put in the time, you got to put in the work, you got to and you're just a really hard worker, and it's really admirable, and you're a good guy. So we're just lucky to have you, and I just wanted to say that publicly. Thank so, you very much. I yes. And, uh, yeah, B. Arthur's sh- on vacation this week. She's on, oh, so she can't show boxes. him gratitude? Oh, uh, she that's She probably right. doesn't that's even right. know. She I doesn't know. He, <laughs> no, he just basically no said yes to Lex, and we didn't know that Peace. he was also working in the afternoon. Oh, that's how that happened. Uh-huh. Okay. She, she knew okay. when she asked me, and I oh, said, "Oh, no, she did." <laughs> yes, she did. <laughs> that's worse, my kid. Good gravy. Did anyway. you go home and sleep in the middle, or what? I, I am now. I'm. I'm a lot closer. I did finally make the move, so I'm in Invergrove Heights now. So yes, it's just an easy oh, little jaunt good. over there. I can take a little nap and, and be back. So it's Thank all good. God. Yes. It's okay. All good. The good, good question, deal. Don. I was thinking the same thing. So I was like, <laughs> Please don't tell me you're here for that long. No, criminy niddles. So <laughs> anyway, hey, guys, one last chance to purchase Project Down and Dirty Film Fest on demand streaming link. If you didn't make it to the theater, you just want to watch it uh, at home again and again and again and again and again. You can get your $10 on demand ticket now. The sale ends tonight at 11. Tonight at 11. And the money raised supports our great charities, Twin Cities Film Fest, Alexander House, One Heartland, and face-to-face. Go to MyTalk1071.com, keyword project, for more. Uh, when we come back, Dawn is a little mad today. <laughs> She's a little mad over an apple. And I can't wait to hear this oh, God. when we return. Dawn has a bone to pick. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Alexis is off today. Our good buddy Mike filling in. Helping us out. Lex will be back tomorrow with the triumphant return. Yes. She'll a forced be, movie Yes. Reviews. Oh, my gosh. You read my mind. She'll be yeah. reviewing Slither. Slither? That's the movie I assigned her because I Eight assigned her horror movies, right? <laughs> um, yeah. So hopefully she she's probably hasn't watched it yet. I mean, let's be honest. Her mom's let's been be there. 
Yeah. So, and just even if her mom wasn't there, she, she would. Like, she wouldn't have. She She'd be watching it tonight minute. at eight, <laughs> or yeah. maybe in the morning. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> yeah. So, so it is uh, for the first time since June 29th. June 29th was the last time we had a forced movie review. So it's back. Anyway, what's it? What's bothering you today, Don? Talk to us. Talk to us. My you know friend. how it's it's everybody has a favorite apple. Yeah. I know this is starting out as the most boring conversation no, that's no, ever I been heard this. on the radio ever. Please, no, I but love it. Everyone has a favorite, and they kind of argue. Like people will argue and say, "No, it's definitely Pink Ladies are the best, or mm-hmm. Honey Crisp, or whatever." My yeah. favorite apple is Fuji apples. They were designed to be the best apple ever by Japanese scientists, and um, now I've noticed they're not good. So it used to be really crisp. Here I am describing food. I hate this. Uh-huh. Really crisp, always crisp, and very J-word. Juicy. Yeah, thank you. Um, and not too overly sweet, like sort of tart and sweet, like just the perfect apple. I loved them for years. And then I'm like, what's up with Target's Fuji apples? Okay, because I'll get them in a bag. And um, (laughs) then I noticed that they weren't good. And I'm like, oh, this Target doesn't have good apples. Then I went to somewhere else and got bags of apples. And same thing. And then uh, MC is like, well, maybe you should just get them, you know, and get them out of the pile. Maybe the bad ones go in the bags. <laughs> We're trying to figure oh, this out, you know, yeah. like, all oh, right, they're going to package the little ones that they know aren't going to be great mm-hmm. in bags. So you don't have a choice. So it's made me really turned off from Fuji apples. Cause I can't find a good one anymore. And so I just typed in the internets. Why yeah. are Fuji apples mealy now? You know what I mean by that? I know. what I know exactly what you mean by mealy. Yeah. It's the word that you use whenever they are um, less flavorful. So what is Mm -hmm. happening? I'm reading this from Smithsonian Magazine, by the way, so it's legit. Um, And it's specifically about Fuji apples. What it means whenever an apple is mealy is that the, um, like the particles inside, they don't have firmness anymore. So it's like an older apple. And when you bite into it, it kind of separates those those particles. So you don't get the crunch through it. It just separates them with your teeth. And this is the reason why they become mealy and not as flavorful. And the, the real reason why this is happening is because they're older apples. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on Amazon any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And then why are they older apples? Because of global warming. Because the trees are budding earlier in the year and they're not harvesting them earlier because of the way the market is and when when they harvest apples. You know, and so you've got excessive heat, you've got apples on the vine longer, and that is what makes an apple mealy. And it's happening because it's (laughs) it's because it's science. It's It's science. True science that the temperature on the earth, even if it's by a couple of degrees every year, because it says that it has gra- gradually risen by a total of two degrees Celsius in each location that they're um, in each area of Japan that they're grown. <sighs> so that is what's going on with Fuji apples. Oh, that is so horrible. That sound is so, so horrible. <laughs> so this has been happening for... Um, I guess since the 80s, and they've just gotten worse. But over the last 10 years, it's really gotten bad. I'm just, I can't take that sound. It's so awful. I Mike, even hate I do myself. This to her. I hate Mike, myself. I do this to her because she hates a fun fact about Dawn. Mike, we did Mike fun facts a little yep. a couple weeks ago. A fun fact about Dawn, she hates food descriptions, <laughs> and she hates anything to do with, like, bite, you know, like... It, mouth sounds. Yeah, ah! mouth sounds. Like, if yeah. I'm sitting next to somebody in the movie theater, and the My Tuckers have heard this a million times, it's like, just because it's dark doesn't mean you have to eat like you're in a barn, okay? <laughs> like, don't yeah. take an entire... Don't no. take as much as you can hold in your hand and then put it up to your face and then just start shoving your hand across your face and, and like more and more goes into your mouth. That's yeah. what people do. And it's like, what? What are you in a hurry for? Yeah. I know you like it hot, but. But still. And the crunch can... of an apple is horrible. It really I is. Know. I know. Ah! I'll, st- I'll stop now. Oh, God. <laughs> so what is your favorite apple? Um, I like a pink lady. Yeah. Um, and oh God, there's one Don, you were, it was, it was during, it's been your, during your tenure. Why? Oh, you mean the one uh, growing at, yeah. Remember it was one of my favorite stories. No. And Eric's across the hall. Eric. I don't know. (laughs) Um, he's in the suite next to me, uh, in this hallway. Anyway, it was one of my my one of my favorite stories, Don. Remember, I came back. It was one of my favorite stories that I've shot for the Jason Show. Just on an educational, we went to the Arboretum, the University of Minnesota Arboretum, where they developed these apples. And it was a newish apple. Twitter, let me know. It, it came, no, not the insult comic dog. No, it's been a. It's been within the last five years. It's it's one of the newest apples to come, and it was. You could barely find it in grocery stores for a while, and it's it's newer, and that's what the story was really about. But they showed how you know they raise these trees and they mix the seeds and they experiment, and then if the apple isn't good, then they literally burn down, they get rid of the trees, they and burn they start all them. not yeah, or not so much burn them, but they Jesus. get rid of them and they start all over, and it's like. Uh, it's like a decades-long process yeah. to I've get heard. a new apple, and it was so 
Oh, he's still not there. What the hell is uh, he doing? It says anyway. in February tw- uh, 21 of last year that they have a new Apple named Triumph. Yeah. No, not Triumph. Kenny, not Honeycrisp. That is the one before. So Honeycrisp became out of Minnesota. You're right about that, though, my dear friend. But it was the, um, oh, first kiss. My husband's up. Thank you, Kyle. Of course The first kiss. Of first course he knows. First kiss. Well, where do I get one of those? I don't know. Or a Triumph. Uh, yeah, but first kiss, it was damn good. Um, probably my favorite apple. Yeah, now thank you, Kate Hoffer. Thank you. Love you, Kate. First kiss. First Let's take kiss. a break. We'll be right back after this. <laughs> and now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. It's not very often an event comes along that brings everyone together. And what better reason than friends? I held your hand through all of these years. You Join us on one final night for one final goodbye. Do not get on this plane. Television's biggest night. The two-hour Friends finale begins 8, 7 central, NBC next Thursday. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. It's hard to believe that was uh, 2004. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? (laughs) No. no, I know. Believe me. When I pulled up that promo, I'm like, I looked at the date. It's like, oh, my goodness. That's crazy. That's a long time ago. Yes, it is. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk and streaming worldwide on our my talk website, my talk app. And on your favorite home device that Alexis is pretty sure is spying on you and your family. Uh, and I won't say the name because it'll activate all of them. Yeah. Um, coming up, Dawn may have spotted an ass. Oh and, uh, yeah, we'll yeah. talk about that. But Dawn mentioned something. So I was going to do this maybe later in the show, but I'll just do it now. Plus, it's a tease ahead. Uh, I went to go. I went to go see Halloween last night mm. uh, with my husband. I'll have now. Now there's a there's an embargo. We have this to deal with again today. Uh, we uh, there's an embargo. I'm really not allowed to talk about it until like two o'clock this afternoon. But Mike and I can ask you questions. Thank you. And you so, can you know legally because I don't. I love Universal and I don't want to make those people you mad. Can but ring a bell. Yep. Or hit a buzzer. Okay? Yep. I have sound effects ready to go. So <laughs> so we have that. So we were at the movie last night. And, and I say this because um, I'm going to say this again. Because I know Dawn is steadfast in her uh, support of this. She's in lockstep with me on this. And as I've said the 37 times I've said this on this broadcast, <laughs> I know that all of you are with me. But it happened again last night. But what now, now it's but now it's different. Now it's different. I have a, this is how I'm going to phrase it this time. I have a message to every the, movie theater company that isn't Alamo because Alamo already does this. And here's my message. Hi. I'm Jace. That's Don right there. That's Mike. Huh. My husband's listening too. He this is a message from him too. He's just Average Joe Joe Q public. Oh, no. You guys, you guys are struggling right now. Okay. Most industry experts, including 
my boyfriend, former Disney CEO Bob Iger, most industry experts predict that the movie theater industry will never return to pre-pandemic levels. Now that that is probably, likely the case, you need to do, you need to actually work harder to get butts in the seats and to make them want to return to your theater. So to the AMCs out there, to the Cinemarks, to the Cineplex Odeons, if they're still there, to the Marcus Theaters, I say to you, you really have to lean in on the movie-going experience. And part of doing that is to make it abundantly clear that you will no longer tolerate in any fashion, shape, or form buttholes talking during the movie. And I really mean this. And I really, really mean this. And I would say to my friends at Allied, a public relations firm that handles the movies, and then Niemer Fieger, I beg you, at these screenings, when you have people seeing these movies for the first time and you want them to spread good word of mouth and you have press in attendance that you want them to experience the best, you need to lean in to making sure that people do not talk through the entire movie like we had last night. Oh, Colin is working or I would have him call in, but he was sitting nearest to them. I, for some reason, didn't pick up all of it. But Colin said with no exaggeration that there were a couple women that talked through the entire movie. Go out to dinner. If you and he does mean the entire other. movie. Yes, Gosh, he does mean he. He said they, there wasn't a moment where they weren't talking back to the screen. Oh, now, no. I will pause and say, look, <laughs> horror movies are fun to see with an audience because of the oohs and ahs and the screams and the, the laughing and, and the I get that. But that is very different from what these rude women were doing throughout the entire movie. And. And like Colin said, and I thought about this through just a general public point of view, a lot of folks are on the fence now, post-pandemic. A lot of these movies come to streaming so fast, it's an easy decision to not go. And if you think that you're going to be harassed or you think you're going to have your experience ruined by people talking, that might just tip the scales out of the favor of the movie theater companies. I never, ever see a movie anymore on opening weekend. I, okay, because of see? This. I, I go that, at like uh, 10 a.m. on a Sunday because it's less busy. But whenever you want to see the premiere and we have the privilege of doing that. We do. Not We're very lucky. You can avoid, right? Yes. Mm. And I'm not. Let me let me thank you for saying that, Don. I am not complaining. I'm right. Ve- and I, I, I even posted it last night. I, I literally said, I, I've never, I, I, it never stops feeling, being magical to me. Um, I've been doing this since 97. 
And I've I've been going to movie screenings since 97, and it's never not cool to me that I'm very lucky and grateful that I get to of go course, to these. Yeah. But I'm talking in general, too. Just if you're yeah. paying your $7 or now your $12, movie theaters are in such a precarious position that they really need, if you get butts in seats and you want them to return, my God. And here's the deal. I know staffing is hard, but I was thinking about this too, Dawn. They they don't even have they've gotten rid of so many positions. They've turned them um automated. Mm-hmm. You need to take the positions that you had and make them come into the auditorium again and again and again or make it easier and more discreet for people to anonymously report these I almost cussed. These animals <laughs> that's what alamo does i mean i mostly go to alamo because they are like they put they don't just go hey try not to no. talk or text they have a very severe message that's like if you talk or you text you're gonna be thrown out and yes. they also tell people how to tell on other people you get your little order card and you yep. say uh two seats away from me this guy won't quit looking at his phone or this person keeps talking and then you put it up like you're just gonna order some popcorn and they come by and then they talk to them they give them yeah. one warning and they make it so important at the beginning of their movie that they get actors to record things that are like don't do it you know like seriously don't ruin the experience for people. And so don't. that's why we, you know, it is more expensive to go there. You're paying for it. But, uh, yeah, oh. that's why I love them. I mean, I went to the the room screening the other night, or not screening, but the showing the um, with Greg Sestero. And uh, I, since MC bought the tickets to this, you know, it's a little more pricey because it comes with the celebrity showing up. But um, the bill he had... Um, something i had something and it was 41 dollars. okay these were small items and two drinks and the drinks were seven dollars each the sodas were seven dollars each yeah and that's like what 14 dollars for two sodas yeah but the, if they're struggling i get it they're making it up that way but yeah, yeah man it's it- I mean, with that and people talking, you're like, uh-uh. Yeah. So as I'm saying, there's so the, the scales can tip so easily in the direction of not going that these theaters need to lean in on the experience because now sound uh, visuals can be duplicated a little bit at home now with technology. So you need to make it special to sit your butt in those th- seats. And there's nothing special about listening to people Talking back to the screen. Um, Ryan writes, preach. I loved going to the movies pre-pandemic, but not, But every time I go there now, there's talking and constantly uh, people checking their phones. Phil Jones, who was at the screening with me last night. We mm-hmm. weren't dating, but he was there. Yeah. He wrote, Jace, this isn't a lie. It was the whole time, and it was abnormally bad. Yeah. It was... It helped to kind of ruin the experience for Colin, to oh, be very I'm honest sure with you. it did. I MC yeah. kicked a couple of kids out um, a couple of months ago of the theater. We had to go to, um, uh, the, there was only theater, one theater showing this particular movie we wanted to see. 
these two teenage girls who I'm like early teens, like 12, you know, their parents just dumped them off there. They had their pajamas on. They had blankets. They had all this candy and they had their seats kicked out and they were like laughing loudly, talking loudly, laying sideways on the upside down on the seats. And just like he got up and he goes, that's it. You're out of here. He's like, get your blankies. And get your candy. Oh, I don't even get me started on the blankies. You know how I feel I about know. that. Oh, he goes, gross. he goes, quit. Yeah, your messing around time is over. And he kicked him out. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, God, damn, MC, I love you. Damn. God, I love oh, you, MC. Shoot. I got into it with a lady like five years ago, if you remember. Um, I do remember. Mm, it's yeah. just, you know, it, it just, I because I want movies to survive. I love, I have an affection for movie theaters. But every time I walk out, I feel this way. I just think this is fixable. Yeah, that's what that's what's irritating, Dawn. This is fixable. They're so this desperate is... to keep people there that maybe they don't want to kick people out. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just think that everyone around them would appreciate it, and you're going to yes. gain more people yep. coming back. And you don't want those people there if they're mad at you. You don't want that type of customer. You don't want the customer that ruins it for everybody else that's paying. Good, good riddance. Good, goodbye, goodbye, Gina. Goodbye, Nick. Goodbye, Lorenzo. Oh God! <laughs> what about Lorenzo. Carol? Carol too. Get the hell out of here, Carol. <laughs> <laughs> and Connor. When, and Connor. Yeah. When we come back, when we come back, Don's looking for butt. You'll see why when we return. <laughs> Nutrisource, a family like no other. Hi, it's Jason for Nutrisource. Hope you're having a really good day. Nutrisource is the official dog food of my family, uh, our house. Uh, Dexter and Mr. Big have grown up with Nutrisource, and I'm really grateful. Now that Dexter's getting older, tier, I'm glad that he's had a good foundation of health, and that started with Nutrisource. Um, and another thing that makes me proud to represent them and talk to you about them every day is the fact that they're based here in Minnesota. Hi, Purim. Love you. Uh, employing great Minnesotans. Keeping your money here. And I love that the ingredients that Nutrisource uses are the best and they're limited. You're not going to find 27,000 ingredients on the bag. Um, plus, they have a lot of options. Grain-free, grain-inclusive for puppies, older dogs, weight management, senior dogs, what have you. Find a retailer near you at NutrisourcePetFoods.com and make the switch today. Family, your morning party. Please put your hats on. Or don't. It's fine. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> on my dock. And uh, streaming on your favorite home device. I'm Jace. Lex is off. Spending some time with your family. Dawn's here. And our good buddy Mike is here. Mike, you, you filling in on Lori and Julie again today? I am, yes. Today oh, and tomorrow. My God. Like, uh, we got to send you a, a pie or something. That's a lot <laughs> of work. You want me to get you a little mini pie from the <laughs> yeah. grab and go downstairs? Sure, yeah. I'll take it. Okay. Don, let's get him a Baker Square uh, French Ooh. silk or something. Let's oh, make it fancy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Preferably, thank you. I'm telling you. <laughs> what kind of you, you, you a pecan pie guy? Pecan yes. pie. Oh, okay. good. We got to get you a pecan pie. <laughs> uh, Don, why are you looking for butt? Um, I'm not looking for it. It's right in my face. And I'm talking about Kyle Richards on the cover of Photo Book. Now, oh. I, I, when I see a headline that says she's naked and just wearing yeah. diamonds, it's like, no, she isn't because you, she's not. No. Okay. She is, but you can't see it. She's just wrapped around this guy. 
Um, this is a page six article. If you want to check it out, I'll put it on our show links. And I'm like, is that Mauricio, her husband? Because I can't imagine doing this photo shoot and doing this with someone else. Let's see here. Okay. Just, it has his butt in it. Oh. Do you see what I'm talking about? That's not Mauricio. Well, that's what I found out. But I didn't know underneath those clothes. I mean, Mauricio's pretty good looking. He is. I I don't know. Every time, I'm like, dang, Mauricio's hot. Um, But. So this is a male model named Thomas Canestraro, um, and his butt is in this, and his back, oh, and she's clinging to him with a bunch of diamonds. Who cares about Kyle? Let's look at this guy. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I found his Instagram, like Atta you do. Had <laughs> a girl. Um, and then so I could see the front <laughs> of his face because if he's uh, if mm-hmm, if he. <laughs> If the, his best quality is his assets behind, uh-huh. you know, you're like, uh-huh. oh, okay, I guess put a bag on it. I don't know, but um, his, yeah. his Twitter handle is at Thomas the Boxer. Oh. Okay. And you can see what Thomas. he looks like from the front. At Thomas the Boxer? Yeah, he's a fitness model. And he's also I been in is. the Expendables. Like, he has an IMDb page. Thomas the Boxer. There he is. Oh, oh Mike is going, hmm. He is just he approves. Not, like he's, he's looking at a case of pies. Oh, Mike he just could, <laughs> was like, hmm, look, Mike's looking at it like he's looking at a pecan he's pie. Pecan yeah. Pie, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? Really good looking. Not my, like, not my type. Really? In the face? No. In the face? No. I mean, I wouldn't kick him out of bed. Really? Oh. But he's very attractive. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of guy. Like, that's a man. That's a lot of guy. (laughs) (laughs) He's in the Expendables 3. I bet he is. Yeah. He's, I mean, I don't know. I I think God has blessed him and, you know. You know what we say. Sometimes God gives with both hands. Right. God gave with feet as well. Oh, now look. Okay, now there is a pic. There's a softer picture of him. Softer. Yeah, okay. like his facial features. Okay, now that now he's more. Now, yeah, but he's just not my speed. You know, like look again. Wouldn't kick him out of bed. Let's let's be clear. I wouldn't tell him that he had to leave by six. Okay. Um. Yeah. Oh, he's he works out. He sure does. <laughs> and so Kyle's wrapped around him. Yeah. And I want to see the photo shoot, like not just because of the butt, but like what what do you have on in the front? Yeah. Is it like a f- fruit roll up pasty uh-huh. thing? Does it just stick on? It's like stick on jock strap oh. that has no straps. I and I mean this because you've done more acting and modeling and all that. I mean, you know, for shows and stuff. Have you ever had to do any of that? Like where? Like a, a breast cover or anything like that for a show or anything, a movie? Um, no. I've never asked you that before. Uh, you know, show me the money. Yeah. You know, I did. Yeah, totally. Well, I was doing a play. Okay. And they were like, they thought I was going to do what the script said at the end, which is get completely nude, throw gasoline on myself and light a match. Oh, Oh, that's all. It's called Bug. 
<laughs> um, and I, uh, both of us, the, it was just basically, it's almost just two actors, like myself and this other guy. And we were like, no, this is community theater and you're not, you're paying no. us very little. Like, no, yeah. we're not getting nude. Did no. you think we were going to when you cast us? Because that's not, the director said we didn't have to, but the theater manager thought he was going to get some butts in seats with like, hey, you know. Yeah, they are nude in this. It makes it more artistic, I guess. I'm not getting nude for community theater. No, no, I would barely do it for off, off, off Broadway. That's right. Um. No. Anyway, I'm just wondering okay. what Mauricio thinks. Like, this is a sexy I, shot. I bet he likes it. You think I so? Bet, yeah, he's so confident, Mauricio. We're talking about uh, Kyle Richards, Mauricio from the Real Housewives of Beverly oh, yeah, Hills. Yeah, I might just not have said in. that. I just said Kyle. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, <laughs> um, Kyle's in a photo shoot, cover photo for photo book. But I think he likes this. He's so secure. Mike, they have such a good. I think they have a great marriage. I think they have sex all the time. Okay. I do. I think all the time. <laughs> so. So. I don't think would you be jealous if no. Colin had to do this? No. Uh-uh. Mike, would you be jealous? No, if I don't your think so. Lady no, had to no. do this. Okay, maybe I'm just a psycho. I would no, want to. I would want to go out and like you know have drinks with the the dude and just not and that way, him? but just like kind of get a feel for it a little bit and yeah. get to know him a little bit. And he seems like a nice guy, and it's part of work. It's all good. Yeah, and well, then Mike lean said. in and go. If you touch her, you're dead. Right. Yeah, yes. Well, if he looked like that, yeah. I, I don't. I think Mike and I, have I a different would be, question. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's true. Mike and I, mean, I would be like scary big. He's so. scary big. We'd he's be like, a lot of man. He's a that. lot of man. Uh, but that was just my, you know, uh, I just was wondering. I thought for sure that has to be Mauricio because would she allow somebody else? Would she wrap her? naked body around another man well and it looks like he has a relationship with bravo too he oh. was on andy cohen's show so maybe there's a comfort there with him I oh i need to watch that episode hold yeah. on a second do we have a long commercial break yes we, we do. do we do we'll be right back uh speaking of kyle reunion talk coming up later for nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. 